Hey, everybody. Welcome to the John D. Podcast. I am your host, John D. Miller. That's right. I'm changing the intonation on it. What do you think? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's my thing. I'm doing it a little differently now. I don't know why. Welcome to episode number 44. Yeah, I got I got to say something, people. I'm 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 miffed. I had a I had a miss. Is that the word miffed? I'm I'm a little mad at myself. Isn't that is miffed? What does that mean? Is it miffed? Is when you uh, you something's messed up or you messed up something, but you can't do anything about it, so you're just angry. But I don't. Maybe miffed. It's a little bit angry. Hmm. I'm a little bit angry myself because you know I I don't speak fluent Spanish. I'm good conversational. I'm very good conversational. And I got an email. And you know what? I don't know what it was. Subconsciously, I'm getting to the point. Subconsciously, I guess maybe it occurred to me, but then I maybe I don't know. I guess for some reason it got you know, it just didn't happen. So I got an email from a guy named Marquise in Baltimore. Hey man, thanks for pointing out something. I know I'm doing my Spanish when I'm doing my Spanish numbers. At the beginning of the episode, because I like Spanish and that's my way of kind of paying a little homage to it. But I was saying, for instance, that last episode was 43. I said 40 trace. That's it. I, it's supposed to be 40 e trace. So this episode will be 40 e quattro. I didn't put the E in. I had a, a miss oversight for 13 episodes, I guess. I don't, did I do it earlier? Maybe I, I went back and listened to a couple. I I definitely said it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, so it's cuarenta y cuatro. It, if you don't speak Spanish, it's E, it's, you pronounce it E. It means and in, in Espanol. And it's just the letter Y. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was saying it wrong. Thank you, Marquise, for paying attention. I assume, because I just got the email. I know it's been six weeks, folks, since I got to you. And I apologize for that. I've been very busy. I think the pop-up, random pop-up podcasts are becoming more popular than the ones that are every week. Because you never know. You never know what you're going to get. You know, is it going to be on a Tuesday or a Friday? What's it going to be on? Those are generally the days. I don't know. Yeah, well, and of course, the length of time. Thanks, Marquise, for saying something. I appreciate that. Yes, episode 44. And 553... Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be 554 days now of no booze. No booze! No booze. I got to tell you, folks, I've been feeling the, uh, I don't know, lately. Man, I was sitting there the other night, and Liz, my lovely wife Liz, was. she said, yeah, all right. I said, I'm fine. I am just really want a, a shot of tequila. I really wanted one. And it, it's not a physical. Let me tap my foot. I'm just thinking about it. It's really weird. I I really have lately been trying to read about some of that stuff about addiction and what it is because I, I was addicted to alcohol. I don't know if you, if, in case you're, it's your first time listening. I talk about it. I, I quit drinking February 18th, 2021. And it was something that needed to happen. But anyways, I, the way addiction works and man, it's not a physical thing at all. It's just a mental, I want to feel, you know, ah, anyways, get that buzz going. You know, I know what it's like. I know some of the people out there who listen to this podcast, I've talked to you guys because I, you know, I get emails from people sometimes I don't read or I have messages with people on social media that I don't read or talk about even on here because they're going through addictions of their own. It's cool. I, it's not that many. It's a handful of people, but you know, it's cool to talk to somebody that's kind of going through it. Now they're not always, they're not always alcohol. You know, I say handful. It's more than a handful. It's, it, it would be. 
You would need two hands, but you would, <laughs> they wouldn't be full. That's what she said. But people talk to me about, you know, some of the stuff that they go through. And so I know, and, and I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I, like, I get it, man. I was sitting there. I just wanted a shot. Just want to feel that burn. I know where it is. I don't want it. I don't really want it. I'm not going to do it. My plan is just never drink alcohol ever again. So that continues. All right. What else we got going on? Did you have a good summer? Did everybody have a good summer? Yeah. Did you have a good end of, well, end of the summer? I think I talked to you back in July. Took our son to the NASCAR race. Another one. We went back in April. Went to the one here at Richmond International Raceway. That's how the commercials were when I was a kid. And we went over there. I got to tell you, the last two NASCAR races I've been to were the most boring NASCAR races I think I've ever been to in my life. And I don't know if it's because they changed these cars. I mean, it was still fun, but I've, I've definitely seen better. And I haven't been to that many races, but I did grow up in Richmond, Virginia. And we do have a NASCAR track. And I did go to quite a few NASCAR races just because of proximity and that kind of stuff as a child. So, and a, and a younger, an adult. But I hadn't been to one in a long time and before we went to one in April. I got to tell you something, folks. There were a lot of cool people at the at the race. There were a lot of cool people. We didn't really talk to anybody. Most people kind of kept to themselves. But I got to admit, you know, if you're a Trump lover, I tell you what, th- these people treat it like a convention. They do. Like it's a, oh, the NASCAR is coming to town. Get your, I mean, you, you're pulling into the parking lot. There's RVs out there with giant flag on them that says, don't blame me, I voted for Trump. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm about freedom of speech. I really am. That's just whatever. And then walking around at the track and everything else, you see, I mean, I don't want to have to say this, but I, I think, I think, I think I, all right, but maybe I should right here on the podcast. People, if you support Trump, there is a, there's this little thing going on with other people. And I'm not saying I feel this way. But there is kind of a thing where people are saying that Donald Trump is the stupid people's president. Now, I hey, 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 I didn't say it. Don't get mad at me now. I'm just the messenger. I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Right. But we were at we were there. We were there. And this is the thing. This is why I don't I, I didn't necessarily really want to go this race because of this very reason. And so, you know, we're there with the race. And it, you know what? Like I said, you believe in what you believe in. I think my only problem that I would have, that I do have with that that whole thing is that if somebody wore a Biden shirt, they probably would have gotten their ass kicked if not killed. That's the problem. That's the problem I have with it more than anything else. You talk about freedom of speech and everything else, but if somebody was wearing a Biden shirt, the the Trump people would have that were at that NASCAR race would have in droves attacked that person. You know it's true. You know it's absolutely true. Don't front on that. That's my only problem with it. If you want to do it, go ahead. The worst I saw, okay, this is the one that really bothered me about when we were when we were there. I took my son out, you know, during the middle of the race, took him out to go to the bathroom, and we were walking back, and I saw over, I walked right past him. I looked down and I saw a woman putting a hat on top of this young, this girl's head. She was probably about six years old and she's putting it, the hat on. It's a baseball style hat, but she's putting it on top of the, the, the young girl. She's putting the ear covers back on, right? It's race, it's loud. When they're, when they're going full zoomy zoom, it's, it's pretty loud, right? 
And she puts them back on. And then I look down and I notice, and it is a finely stitched. I don't mean like, you know, you go to like, you know, grab, you know, pop mom and pop embroidery shop. And you're like, yeah, I like to get a hat made. Oh, well, do you make them here? Yeah, we got a machine in the back. And uh, my cousin Earl comes in every every Thursday and Friday. So this order won't be ready till Thursday at the latest because today is Monday uh, at the earliest. So that's how we're going to have to do that. Anyways, no, it's not that. This was with the new modern technology with the raised letters, right? That type joint. Seeing all the baseball. A lot of the sports teams hats have them. They're raised up now. And on it, it said, hashtag FJB. I mean, we all know what that means, right? We all know. We all know. We're all, we're all adults here, right? Hopefully my listeners are mostly rational people. I don't know. Am I rational? Obviously, that's a relative perspective. But hashtag FJB. And... <laughs> And it just didn't even really register. It was one of those moments where it was like, did I really just see that? And the woman was taking a picture of the child. And she's probably going to take the picture and put it on the Facebooks and the Twi- and the Twitters and the TikToks. Right? And the Instagrammies. She's probably going to do that. And that's going to be on the internet for forever. No, maybe not. Maybe she was, maybe she was sending the picture to the Grammy Gram. That's cool. All right? You want to do that? That's fine. But I just I just find a problem with that. FJB, it's fuck Joe Biden. That's what it is, in case for some reason you somehow do not know. That's what it is. At fuck Joe Biden. Really? And you want to claim that you're a smart person? People are going around saying that Donald Trump was the stupid people's president. And you and then you want to say, no, no, we are all very intelligent. We all do things. Yeah. See, so I don't. I don't get that for a second. You know, the people will dress this really quick. People have been talking about the whole thing with Mar-a-Lago. I, I just want this to happen. The fact that he took secret documents to Mar-a-Lago, to his residence, had him sitting in a closet because he, and as he's apparently, as he's saying now, they were his, they're his the whole time. Everything is his. Everything is Donald. Everything, everything, everything is that guy's property. No, it doesn't work that way. We know that. I'm not going to go into all that stuff. I could. I would. I don't want to really go into this that much. But I just want to say, be transparent as possible. Let's figure it out. You know, I, I just, I'm tired of it. I keep waiting for somebody to be under, like on YouTube, with a, you know, with a blanket over their head. Tears running down their face. Leave Donnie alone. Leave Donnie alone. He's a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the Britney video that guy did? Leave Britney alone. I'm just saying. Leave Donnie alone. Is that you, Eric? I gotta go. All right. I hope I'm explaining myself correctly when I talk about this. Like, I hope, I hope, I hope that people know, like, you can be conservative. I'm not even that progressive. I'm not that liberal, as you would say. But, you know, and I can talk. I believe there is common ground on everything. But as soon as you, you know, start saying, Mr. Mister T. Rump, I, you lose me, man. You lose me. That, and that's the problem. That's the problem I have. So anyways, yeah, go to a NASCAR race. It's just crazy. So what I'm saying, though, is that you wouldn't go to, say, like an NFL game. Or may, maybe people do. If they do, they're just, I don't know the word I want to call it. 
But you wouldn't go to an NFL game and wear a Trump T-shirt, right? You wouldn't go to an NHL game and wear a Trump T-shirt. I mean, you might, but you're not going to be very popular. And if, you, if you're doing that, I think you're a dick, in my opinion. Uh, and then, But the races were fun. So I think I explained that correctly, too. So, yeah, we went to the race in April. Went to the one a couple weeks ago. All right, well, we need to uh, I need to be taking a break here in a minute. Well, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, no, it was the, the Zawahari thing. That's what it was. I want to say congratulations. Great job to the American intelligence agencies and uh, anybody else involved, FBI, CIA, anybody like that, on getting Zawahari. I, you know what, folks? This is a, obviously, this is, I don't care what side of anything you're on, getting Zawahari was a great thing. There are articles I've read over the years that talked about with Al-Qaeda bin Laden was said to be the leadership, the action. But Zawahari was said to be the hate that comes from Al-Qaeda. So getting him was awesome. Uh, I, yeah, and congratulations to anybody. I think we can all agree on that. That was a great moment and a great, I'll say win. This is one of my only things about this. You know, because one of these guys gets taken down. You know, for instance, Zawahari had a $25 million bounty on his head. So I criticize them all the time. The people that go out and do the big game hunting, the dude, uh, the owner of Jimmy John's, some other people that I put on blast on anytime I can on, on media, social media, internet. I don't like when people do that. They go big game hunting. I don't like it. Now, they, some people say it's better because what they do is they take older animals, they go, but it's not even really hunting. They just take the people out to the animals. They go, there it is. They shoot it in the face or whatever, and that's it. And they pay money for that. And what they do is the the reserves take the money and they use that to buy stuff to help protect the rest of the animals. And I wonder, with Zawahari having a $25 million bounty on his head, I wonder if people were like, let him have him. Get $25 million out of it. Where does that money go? It's just a thought that occurred to me. But but good job on getting Zawahari. That, that's a great thing. I don't think anybody can argue about that. So I'm just saying, man, I I just feel like they shot the dude in the face with like a multi-million dollar salad shooter right on this back porch at like 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wonder if they were like, it'll benefit everybody else. All right. We're going to take a break right now. And because I need to, I got to do some stuff. These, these episodes by myself are going to be shorter from now on. I don't, did I say that last time? Cause the last episode was like 38 minutes, but they're going to be shorter. But eventually if I ever get it worked out, the scheduling and the whatever time commitment, all that fun stuff, uh, you know, we'll work through that. But these, these episodes by myself, I, I don't know. I don't feel like I could talk for an hour. Maybe I am, but I feel like I'm, I know people listen the whole time but i want to be like okay dude shut the fuck up all right well, we're gonna take a break right now all right gotta do some stuff these episodes are gonna be shorter than what they have been in the past when i'm just by myself one of these days when we get the scheduling and the, the time commitment everything worked out for guests those of course will be longer all right so but for right now we'll take a break make sure right now i totally forgot to do it earlier make sure you hit me up on twitter john d j-o-n-d uh, comedy and podcast, both of those handles on there. You can check out my ridiculously low, stupid Twitter following on my 
on my on the podcast page. That's so bad. I got Instagram now. I've been playing a little bit on the Insties. That is John D Podcom. Yeah, John D Podcom. I took the two from Twitter and put them onto one Instagram. I don't know if that's legal or not, but I'm running with it. And then uh, make sure you check out my my new promotional partner, Newsly. Find out some information about them. And also welcome me back, MondoMonsterWare.com. And also check out my my little voiceover work I did there. If you or anybody else needs a little voiceover work done, hit me up. Let me know. You can always contact me at the John D Podcast at gmail.com. T-H-E-J-O-N-D podcast at gmail.com. Coming up after the break, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some cool stuff to watch. What the hell is going on with Disney Plus? We're going to talk some other things. I'm going to figure that out. So hang out for a couple of minutes. I'll be right back. More John D. Podcast right after this. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks the most trending articles on the web for topics you choose at any given moment. Then Newsly reads them to you in a natural human voice. Articles are available covering any topic, sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. Yuck. All in an audio format. And of course, Newsly has the top trending podcasts as well from over 80 countries. This one, and even better ones, are there too. You can lock them in and use Newsly as your default podcast listening app. They even have digital radio. Download Newsly now for free. Go to newsly.me, wherever you get mobile apps, or you can follow the link in this episode's show notes. Use promo code THEJOHND and receive one month free of a premium subscription, which has even more content and features available. Stop scrolling news and articles. Start listening to them on Newsly's mobile apps or visit newsly.me. If you are looking for one of the coolest, geekiest, funnest t-shirt sites you could ever want to shop, go to mondomonsterwear.com. They take what you love about fun stuff and entertainment fandom like Star Wars, Seinfeld, Airplane, Clerks, Superheroes, and more, and make stellar parodies of them so you can express yourself while wearing some of the most popular entertainment characters or franchises in history. Plus, a portion of all their profits goes to different charities such as Ukraine Relief Funds and the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Enter promo code PODCAST at checkout to receive an exclusive discount. Take your epic night out t-shirt game to the next level and visit MondoMonsterWear.com. Hey everybody, thanks for sticking around for part two of episode 44, numero 44 of the John D podcast. I'm John D. I'm your host. How's it going? How was your break, everybody? How was it? Did you enjoy your commercials? Did you listen to them like I asked you? If you didn't, it's okay. I don't mind if you push the little 30 second fast forward button or if you sat through it. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Just some stuff I've been working on, but also want to say thanks to newsly.me and mondomonsterword.com for being promotional partners on the episode this evening. Check them out. Check out their products and uh, what they have to offer. All right. Do that for me, please. All right. Thanks. <laughs> so how long was your break? I'm wondering. I'm curious. Mine was mine was actually a good a good chunk of of the day. I'm not going to lie. Actually got playing on Twitter for a little bit today. I saw a picture. It was Britney Spears, right? And she was in like a pool cabana. She she was topless. She had something on the butt, but she was top and she 
she was holding her boobs. And I thought, if I am ever as rich as Britney Spears, where I could pay somebody to literally hold my boobs, I'm going to be just like her, stay down to earth and just hold them myself. You know what I mean? Besides, that's that's just a good business plan, in my opinion. <laughs> I also was looking on there today, and it was funny. It was funny because I had just been telling my wife about this, like right, like literally like two hours before, about how one time I went to Memphis. I was working at the com- one of the comic clubs down there, and I went to Memphis, and I was working this one dude. And basically, long story short, I had the chance to go to Graceland for free and which is right there in Memphis. Right. And I had the chance to go for free and I, um, I got drunk the night before after the show. And I think I slept till like two o'clock the next day. And I was, I was hungover as as all get out. So, and I was talking about that, which is funny. That was such a funny story. It was weird that I was outside the comedy club and there's people from the show were there and they, this van, like one of those, I don't know, like tour, not tour bus van. What the fuck am I? What's the word I'm trying to think of? Well, not a party bus. But anyways, it looked like one of those like hotel transportation things. But it had no no writing on the side, whatever. But this, it just pulled up. Maybe it was a limo, I guess. It was a rental. But it pulled up. These people were like, hey, we're going downtown. <laughs> Do you want to go with us? And I just got on because I was already drunk. <laughs> I was already drunk. And I got on and I, I rode downtown. Went down to what a Beale Street and the BB Kings and all that other stuff. Yeah. And uh yeah, the next day. I did not I did not make it to, to Graceland. So that's funny. I don't even tell the whole story. I remember being in like downtown Memphis, so drunk and so lucid all at the same time. And I was <laughs> it was really strange. And I just remember going, I have no idea where I am. I know I'm in Memphis, but other than that, I have no idea where I am. I remember we went someplace and it was it was a nice joint. Like it was a cool place. The the women had on pretty decent stuff. There was women in there. There was men in there. They had the bolo ties, which is like just some string with like a weird medallion on it, like a miniature belt buckle, but they they wear it up top. They had that. But then in there, I swear this was Memphis, unless it's someplace else I got drunk one time. And they had these two women, they were in there, they were wearing bikinis black bikinis and they had on chaps and they had on cowboy hats and they were dancing to country music on these like two platforms, one on either side of the room. as just like decorum. Just like, you know, of the place. I swear that, mm, I swear that was Memphis. Maybe it was roadhouse. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> it's funny too. Cause I was talking to my wife about that. And then later on, I saw on Twitter this guy had shared a picture of the inside of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that is another place that I traveled doing comedy. Cleveland, I could have gone to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for free. And I totally got drunk the night before I was supposed to go. And I and I slept till, you know, three or four in the afternoon, I believe. Yeah. So I'm saying, man, the booze, man, the booze will get you. But you know what? Okay, so this is the other thing I was going to tell you about with on, on Twitter. And this is why I was thinking about it really, really. Because I was thinking about during my break about how I forgot. I wanted to tell you all a story before I get into some of the other stuff. On Twitter. So the other day, 
I woke up. I was hanging out. I was talking to the kid. Wasn't really sure what I was going to do with my day, but I, you know, I was just trying to figure it out. Look, wasn't looking like it was going to be too, you know. And I look, I open up my phone, do my usuals, check email, all stuff like that. Clicked open Twitter, and there was a notification on there that one of my favorites, one that I consider a goat, a greatest of all time. Rapper, old school, OG, Mr. Chuck D followed me on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. I applauded. I almost just went right back to sleep because I'm like, there's nothing that's going to top this. I know the guy had, I know he follows quite a, I don't know, he follows a few hundred people, 700. I'm one of them. <laughs> It was so cool. I literally, I was just like, I, I can't top this now today. Not Chuck D. Somebody asked me one time if I'm, somebody asked me one time if I'm John D because of Chuck D. It was somebody, my old comedy name, stage name, and this guy, Mike Diesel, who had a, a big influence on the start of my career, said you should be John D. Miller. So I went with that. And then people just started calling me John D. But I'm not going to say it has never, never crossed my mind. If I could say anything as prophetic as Mr. Chuck D, uh, yeah, that made my day, man. It's just the little things in life. It's just the little things in life sometimes. All right, speaking of little things in life, let's get out of this because these are some big things that you like to do in your free time. For instance, right now, of course, we talked about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and we were expecting to be getting Andor on Disney Plus coming on August 31st. However, Disney and Lucasfilm have decided they're not going to do that. They have delayed the start of the series to September 21st, which it's a little perplexing to say the least, right? But my biggest problem is that they haven't said why. And according to CheatSheet.com, they say that from sources they've cited, that they believe it is because of Disney having a release schedule where they want to release one major series a month and their fall schedule is looking light. So they decided to do that. So what happened was in here in August, which you had the She-Hulk series and then that new series, which actually looks kind of entertaining. I think I might try to get my son into it called I Am Groot. That looks pretty cool. I, I think that's pretty neat. Lucasfilm, Disney, Disney, Lucasfilm. Same difference, right? What they have said is that, and they're going to do it, they've already got it scheduled according to the media you read, that they're going to do three episodes released on the first night that it's available, which is September 21st. Look, I understand you don't want to overkill it, but I feel sometimes like Disney is, Lucasfilm, is spoon-feeding content to us. I don't understand why they can't have two series run at the same time. They're afraid people are going to cancel. And that's the other thing. Disney is also raising prices. They're going to have another tier where you can have commercials on it. Screw that. <laughs> right? Who wants to do that? Ugh. It just, it's frustrating. And I was like, man, just a couple more weeks till we get to the what? And then on top of all that, you're going to make it cost more? I think what it is is that there's so much content now that it almost seems like streaming services 
I feel like they are raising prices to price each other out. It almost seems that way. Where they're like, well, if we make, you know, we make people choose. But that's the thing. We're supposed to have cut the cord, got rid of cable. And now it's becoming just as much as cable was, if not more. Granted, there's a lot of choices out there. It almost seems like I would pay money to not have as many choices. We've got 90000 Can you? I'll pay you to not make me have to cram all that crap into my head. It actually makes me laugh in the sense that my son and I will be sitting there. Sometimes he likes to watch the the Jimmy Fallon's. You know, Fallon will sit there and tell somebody, oh, this is a great thing or this is a great that. I'm like, man, how do you have time? I guess the on-demand and stuff like that, he has time to watch it, but it would seem to me like there is so much crap out there. I'd just sit there and I think, he hasn't seen that shit. He's just saying it. I'm not saying Fallon does that. I'm just... But back to Andor, that looks really good. And I know I was talking about NASCAR and other stuff earlier. And now I'm talking about this. Yeah, I I like to be the broad spectrum. I like to do the full spectrum. The full spectrum podcast. Maybe that's what I should fucking. Anyways, this Andor show looks really good. First off, watch the trailers. They look amazing. It is supposed to be action-packed from everything I've read about it. You got Diego Luna, who... Okay, so do you know what Andor is? So Cassian Andor, he was in Rogue One. He took... Jen Urso around, right? At one point, he was going to shoot her dad, then he didn't because it was raining. I think he was crying, but he just blamed it on the rain. So he was in that. And what this is, is a series that is uh, a prequel. So it shows him before he met Jen Urso. I don't know how long. I haven't heard how long. But it's got him. He's amazing. One of the things I really like about it is they brought Genevieve O'Reilly, who plays Mon Mothma. If you don't know who Mon Mothma is then that's okay. But if you're a Star Wars fan, truly, you do know him. And she was in Rogue One, playing Mon Mothma, who was in, of course, a character back in the original trilogy. Okay. Uh, who else do they have? Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, okay. I know that guy is. You would probably recognize him. He did... I'm like, he did what? Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, Thor. He was the Thor. He was the crazy scientist guy in the Thor movie. There you go. He's going to be in there. I think he actually is playing. Well, he played a good guy in the Thor things. It's going to be good. Just Disney, quit screwing around. I feel like we need to stand up to some of these streaming services and say, we're going to have none of it. We're going to go outside and stare at the trees in the sky. No, we're not. We're going to switch over to Hulu now. Well, Disney owns Hulu, right? So I love this show. God darn it. And I'm, I'm still watching Only Murders in the Building, which is fantastic. Again, season two is amazing. Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez, Nathan Lane. The show just continues to be incredible. I just, I love it. I I tried to get Liz to watch the show, but I don't know. She wasn't really into it in the beginning. I was. She found out it was about, they had a, you know, there's a podcast involved. And and I think she, at that point, she was like, I don't want to hear it about any more fucking podcasts right now. That kind of turned her off to it. But it's a great show. And I still watch that. But the show that I want to talk about, and it was recommended to me by several people that I worked with in restaurants. Obviously, if you know anything about me, I spent a lot of years working in restaurants. And several of my old cohorts had said, man, you got to see this show. It'll give you a freaking PTSD from all the grueling bullshit you had to deal with working in a kitchen. It's called The Bear. And it's a great story. Jeremy Allen White 
is awesome in this series. He was in the Showtime series Shameless for like 10 years. I never saw the series. I never saw it. But I saw him in this, and he's fantastic. He really is. He's great. He plays a world-renowned chef whose brother commits suicide. He has to come back to Chicago from New York, to Chicago where he's originally from, to run his brother's restaurant, which is it's a hot beef sandwich shop, which is like a steak and cheese, like for Philly. It's like that for for Chicago. And he comes back, and he's got to deal with all that. His brother was an addict. But the scenes in the kitchen, like I said, it brought back so many feelings of just the stress, the heat. That is one of those things. I will never miss working in a busy-ass kitchen on a line you're so busy, you don't know what to do next. It literally, it was awful. And I watched the series. I watched the whole nine episodes, I guess, of the first season. I watched them in one night. I couldn't get away. I couldn't put it down. There's one scene, and I don't know how many of you out there have ever even worked in a restaurant, much less worked in the back of the house. But it can be a freaking nightmare. And there's this one scene where the character's name is Carmi. Like I said, played by Jeremy Allen White. Did a really good job. He'd just gotten recognized as one of these, you know, hot, up, up and coming young chefs. He starts a fire in the kitchen. I believe it was the fryer, a fryer fire. And so he talks about how he's sitting there and he's watching the fire and he's describing how. If he just let it burn, the source of all his anxiety and stress would just melt away. And that hit me so deep. I'll tell you a story real quick. There was a job I had at one point. I was managing a restaurant. It was a barbecue restaurant. And something was always wrong there. Something was, It was a smaller place. But something was always going wrong. I would forget shit. Like when I would close, I was, like I said, I was a manager. And I just kept having problems. There were literally times I would drive home. There was one time I drove home. My wife Liz, my lovely wife Liz, put my dinner on the plate and put it in front of me. And I went, oh shit. And I had to get, I said, I'll be back in 20 minutes. And I had to get in the car, drive all the way back to the restaurant, which was not around the corner, go back in, turn something off or on or put whatever it was. I remember on the last night I had given my keys, the kid I'd closed with. And I said, you know, I was like, here you go. Here's the keys. I'm done. And I'm driving away. And in my head, I'm still going, did I do this? Did I do that? Did I do this? Did I do that? And then all of a sudden it hit me. I didn't have to worry about that shit anymore. There was nothing I could do about it. And I started laughing hysterically. I think I might have told this story a little bit in part many episodes ago. But I literally, there was nothing I could do about it. There was nothing. I couldn't go back. I couldn't call the kid and say, hey, I need the keys. I forgot this. There was nothing I could do. And I started laughing hysterically driving down the road 
to the point where I was laughing and crying. And it was all so like I, everything, this whole entire weight lifted off my shoulders. And I never forgot that. And I, I've, I worked in other restaurants after that. The, the restaurant I worked in before the pandemic, that job was insanely difficult. Beat the living shit out of me. And just seeing this show, which the show has great drama in it. It's got side stories to it, everything else. But man, it really, really, it hit home to me. It's a great show. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, much less back of the house, I highly recommend it. Jeremy Allen White, fantastic. Deserves an award for it. But it, you know what it does, though? And it, it'll it's good. I talked about this last because it'll kind of give me a chance to talk about what I've been saying. You know, I talked about the addictions and stuff like that and and everything else. It's this is the thing. I'm I'm trying to make a change in my life. I'm trying to and it's hard. It's difficult. But when you've been an addict and addicted to something because when you've been addicted to something chances are there's there's a good chance that there's something that was driving you to to be that way to use whatever substance it was that you became addicted to to try to to try to handle the fact that you're you're not happy i wasn't happy I hated what I was doing. I didn't like it. I used to be a comedian. Well, I still consider myself a comedian, but I used to do it a lot. I actually kind of got out of it before my son was even born, but I always said I'd get back into it, and I haven't, and it's okay. I have other things I can do, but I didn't like doing what I was doing. I didn't like cooking giant batches of clam chowder in a steam kettle. Nothing against the people who owned the restaurant. Nothing against the task itself. I just wasn't happy. And so it drove me to be darker and darker on the inside. And it just, and it was, and it fueled my alcoholism. So if you're out there and you're addicted to something and you're trying to change things, and even if people are telling you what the fuck is wrong with you, if the inside of you is telling you that this is what you have to do, then don't stop, okay? If the voice in your head, <laughs> is no longer saying how much you should hate yourself or be down on yourself, but is telling you there's something to this and you can do this, then don't stop. Don't stop. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to anybody who loves you. But most importantly, you owe it to yourself. So don't ever forget that, okay? I think I explained that correctly. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying you got to revolutionize the world. I'm not saying you got to, you know win the big contest at the end of the movie. I'm not saying you got to, you know, invent penicillin. I'm not saying you got to be a rock star. If you if you want to be happier, don't stop. And watch the bear. Watch the bear. That that shows great. I don't mean to make it sound dark. It is a little bit of a darker. It's got some funny moments, but it really is. It's got Yeah. All right. Do you feel good? I feel like I've been through the ringer. I feel like I've been through the ringer a little bit. I really do. I feel like I, because I start these things, I just, they're a lot more work than they used to be. I'll put it that way. So a lot of times I start an episode, I start recording. So for instance, in this episode, I was a little more angry at the beginning and I was a little more lighthearted in the second part. 
And then at the end, I got all emotional and philosophical and all that bullshit. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to help. I hope it does. All right. All righty. Well, time to clean up. Put your toys away. Don't forget your charities. Anything Ukraine. Anything Ukraine. Anything. The war's still going on. Don't forget about that. Feed more. No kids hungry. Wounded Warrior Project. Bestfriends.org. Best Friends is an animal charity, which their goal is to make every shelter in the United States no kill by the year 2025. Any of those would be fantastic. Executive producers on the show are Tom Hankov. That's his voicemail when you call him. Liz Miller. This episode of the John D. Podcast was recorded and produced at the Lizard Mill Creation Studio by yours truly, John D. Miller. This has been episode number 44, numero 40 e. Numero 44, thank you, Marquise, of the John D. Podcast. I've been your host, John D. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I'll be back to you as soon as I can. Later for you.